Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Confabulation hosted here by our sister's house. We are located in the north end of Tacoma. Our sister's house is a place that helps families that are experiencing domestic violence and we offer cultural competent advocates for um, the African-American community. Today, we're going to be talking about how women are viewed in hip hop and how there is lots of stigma against women now who are taking over hip hop, who are talking about their bodies in more vulgar ways and how a lot of people are against that and how male hip hop um, portrays women in certain ways that are not the best. Um, I don't know who would like to start off the topic first. <laughs> I think Gabe should start it off first. I know that's what I was planning. Everything. I yep. think I'd like to really hear you. Yeah, let's get the male perspective yeah. first. Uh, well, obviously, it's hip hop is pretty degrading to women, like as a whole. Um, just like it's has it always been like that um kind of maybe just kind of depends on the artist um but personally when wap came out i didn't really like WAP, the song wap. wap whatever it was <laughs> i thought it was a kind of uh i didn't th- i didn't I don't, I don't have anything against like a woman like expressing themselves in that way i just my personal preference for the song it just wasn't super appealing um <laughs> I don't know what it was. It wasn't because it's a woman singing it. It wasn't because of, you know, the content. It was just, I just kind of an annoying song. Maybe so, it's just Cardi B. But what's WAP? I have no clue. You don't know what the song WAP is? Uh-uh. You've never listened to WAP before? Uh-uh. Who's it by? Cardi B and Megan oh, Stallion. And they have the video out where it's really pretty. Yeah, and it's- Oh, the one with Megan the Stallion? Yeah, so, it's, it's, oh, yeah I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I guess yeah. my thoughts are though, like women, they don't want to be objectified um, and, you know, sexualized. And then in this song, you know, that's pretty much, they're being empowered and they're empowering themselves to sexualize and objectify themselves, but they're doing it because they want to. I guess that's the difference between a male, um, you know, objectifying a woman in hip hop, whereas a female objectifying herself because she can, and that's her right to do so. You know, but the thing is, you know, you know, in feminism, the feminist movement, they're always talking about, you know, not sexualizing women and not objectifying women, but then it's okay in this in this aspect is this form of empowerment so i don't know it just kind of there's kind of a disconnect there i feel like in a sense well i saw the video yes i'm not that old <laughs> i thought the video visually was stunning that is a beautiful video i mean now as for the content um, I didn't find it too bad until Cardi B wore that one outfit where just everything was hanging out. I just thought that was a bit much. Um, call me the old lady, but <laughs> I, it, there just there's there has to be some sort of point <laughs> where you have to 
you know, where you look or hear at or hear something. And I guess because the video is so popular, I'll include both look at and hear something. I didn't, some of the lyrics, yeah, are a bit much. I don't know if whether that's been normalized and I'm just numb to it or whatever, but the, <clears throat> when Cardi B wore that one outfit, I'm like, girl. The leopard please. print outfit? Yes. Okay. It was just, it was all, it was so visually stunning that um, I was, I was almost like, I was like, girl, I don't know who produced this video or whatever, but you need to keep working with them kind of thing. I was mm -hmm. almost into the artistic, that artistic part of it till I saw that. And then it just, it just cheapened the whole thing for me. Right after that, up to uh, after that point, I was like, "Girl, go put some clothes on. Come on." Yeah, I don't. I'm not getting the point. Like we know you have ass, we know you have boobs. Can you just leave something on? Because I don't want to see it. I don't want to see your ass hanging all out and your boobs flapping in the wind. I don't need to see all that. It kind of takes away from how artistic you, she really is, right? And for me, um, I'm not a big, I used to be kind of a big hip hop fan until, you know, you know, 20 some years ago, everybody was talking about, it was so sexualized that it was a turnoff mm -hmm. and it was so misogynistic that it was a turnoff. So I don't even listen to rap and hip hop anymore that much. Um, but to me, it's just not, I don't know. It's just tacky. It, it, to me, it's just, <laughs> I think there's, there's a difference. Be, yeah. I think you're right. Like a difference between artistic sexualization yeah. and then just objectification, like, in, like in example, yeah, yeah, um, what, what you're talking about the, when you like the artistic park. And then I see all these rappers who are filming these music videos with, just women in the background on top of cars being drenched in water and soap and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's yeah. not artistic. That's just yeah. objective sexualization. Whereas, you know, a woman can't like there's a difference and but it's a kind of a gray area, I guess. I uh, between those two. I yeah. don't think it's a gray area. To me, it's that's her body and that's how she wants to portray it. That's like I think when she wore the leopard print in a way I was empowered like and I think it should empower lots of other women to be comfortable with their bodies like Cardi B was comfortable enough to like display her boobs in that manner and Megan's comfortable enough to show her butt because that's something that she loves and I don't think that it's fair that men get to like have these music videos where they dress the women up and portray them to look like that now it's a woman taking control of that narrative and being like, I want to display my own moves because this is something I love. I want to display my ass because this is something that I love. And I think that helps other women and younger girls be like, oh, I can love parts of my body and I don't have to be shy about my body. I don't think that it's something that needs to be covered up. Men get to walk around with their shirts off all the time. Why can't women do it? Like, why are women's boobs and why is a woman's body have to be hidden? Whereas men can go around and show off each and every single aspect of their body. 
To me, it makes no sense. I, at the first of the video, I didn't care about Megan's butt. That didn't bother me at all. Um, yeah, and I get what you're saying about them, them, you know, um, being proud of their bodies. I don't have a problem with that. I guess my problem is, is the message that you're sending to the demographic you're sending it to, right? So a 13, 14 year old girl isn't gonna decipher between, I'm proud of my body, but I still don't have to look tacky and run out round out here having my boobs all hanging out, right? When they, to the point where it's just ridiculous. I don't think, I don't think that demographic knows how to sort that out. Like, but that also is up to the parenting. That's not up to like Cardi B and Megan to be like, oh, by the way, disclaimer in this video, just because I'm wearing this outfit doesn't mean you should be wearing this outfit. I think that any mother should be able to take their daughter aside, show them this video and be like, she loves her body. She appreciates her body. And this is how she wants to show it. Now there's appropriate times for you to be wearing these type of outfits. Like this is an outfit that should just stay at home if that's what you want to do for your body. Like, I think yeah. that- yeah it's that's not up to them to parent that's a good point I, I i can agree with that um except for i know i mean i think it kind of parents out there are gonna do it that's the it, problem like <laughs> the message that to me the message that it kind of sends if you know a 13 year old is watching a 13 year old girl is watching that um it's just like the perception of this is what you need to do to look you know, pretty or acceptable to society or to be empowered in some way. And yeah, I, I guess, I guess my, I'm not, this, I mean, your guys' generation is more into that, um, let me take back my own power by um, exploiting my own self through wearing um, those kinds of outfits or having those kinds of videos or or speaking explicit lyrics like that I yeah I get that the, the, that makes no sense because boys are able to be exposed to stuff like that at such a young age boys know about sex at such a young age they know that this is what they have to do to their bodies to get women and then they know that they're supposed to be the ones dominating women. That doesn't and, make it okay. And they okay, don't make though. the thing is those that they don't. I'm saying it doesn't make it okay. So I'm saying like, what's the difference between a 13 year old girl being like, okay, because when I was 13, sex, you couldn't even talk about it. My mom didn't give me the sex talk. You like, it was blatantly sex is wrong. Sex is horrible. So it makes us not want to talk about it and it makes us not overexposed to it. And it like, under educates us about it so by these women rapping about it talking about it it's like okay so what is sex and they have those questions to ask their parents so they can be educated to make those educational choices by what these women taking back and saying yeah i like to have sex i love to have sex this is something that i like to do to my body because i choose to do it takes power back to those girls that are 13 and are 14 and that are going to be exposed to sex later on in their lives to start having those que those healthy questions at that age and to ask those to ask their parents and to be like do i own my body and then for them to know that they own their body and they're allowed to say no they're allowed to say yes they're allowed to know that 
this is how sex is supposed to feel when it's supposed to feel good to you just as it is supposed to be feel to the male so I think that in a way it opens up a gateway for women and I think that by having this video it's very in my opinion healthy yeah I don't think a music video like that elicits those types of questions I I think it does because asking what what is a what ass pussy that's what it's saying (laughs) what is it like what is it like why do I need to have it like (laughs) pretty much it opens up those questions like I I usually have to go down the road with joy but this one joy I have to go Gabe's way I don't think that it elicits those types of questions I think it is a invitation and to just throw caution to the wind and to look at your body as something that's sexualized instead of normal, healthy, functioning parts and what they do and what they're for and to educate yourself in them. I just, I think it's too blatant I think it's too out there for, not for me, not for you, but for a 14 year old, yeah, no. Cause I don't yeah. think it brings up those types of questions to a 14 year old. I think a 14 year old looks at that and says, yeah, well, wow, that shit is popping. <laughs> and let me go try it, you know, in some sort of form or let me behave sexually that way when I don't even know what sex is, I have no idea what it's about. Um, and, but so I'm going to go overboard. Like it's too far out there for a 14 year old, maybe not for an 18 or 20 year old. I just, I think it's not up to Cardi B and Megan the stallion to that. That's not their responsibility. They're artists. They do what they do. Um, but but as artists, don't you typically go overboard to like depict a message? Like you're never, it's never ever subtle between like subtle between artists. It's always, it's either overboard or it's under like underboard. And then there's a little bit of that message there. So I think as artists, you always go overboard to drive that message home, to make sure that message is very but red. There's also a problem I think with 14, like that adolescent teenage girl age with self-image issues and seeing like in the media how, you know, this is what you're supposed to look like to be accepted. You know, girls feel like they have to, I mean, you always talk about, they feel like they have to um, look like all these celebrities, look like these different types of people that we see on TV and they look at themselves and they're not like that. And then they develop depression, anxiety, whatever it is. And, you know, really um poor self-esteem and i'm not sure if you know this type of you know music or hip-hop um and sexualization of women you know really helps that self-image you know issue i can see your point was that but at the same time i think that the music video teaches girls that this woman really appreciates her body and she really loves her body and if I don't love my body, how do I get to a point for me to appreciate my body? I yeah. think that I think that there sh- they should have honestly had bigger women, different types of women on the music video. And it shouldn't have just been 
Cardi B who has had plastic surgery. I'm not sure if Megan has, or all of these other artists who have had plastic surgery or who have really good bodies that, well, I'm not going to say good bodies. I'm going to say societal depicted bodies. Was it? Was it Rihanna who had that fashion show? With, yeah. I, uh, every All types of like women and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. I yeah. think that's what Cardi B should have done. I think that that honestly wasn't added. And it should have been an added component to it. Yeah. you're. you're yeah. That could have been done. Um, honestly, um, art is artists are artists. They're going to do what they're going to do. Right. Um, and they shouldn't be you know their voice or those visuals shouldn't be smothered they should be able to do that no problem if you like it you like it if you don't you don't but i mean that's not a video i'd want my 14 year old daughter looking at at all i think there's but then again ways. that's that's up to the parent to decide right then yeah yeah, but the reason I wouldn't want my 14-year-old daughter, 13 or 12-year-old daughter watching that is because, first of all, your brain isn't even developed yet. <laughs> you, can't, you can't comprehend what the subtle nuances are about, that, about those messages. You, you can't even really comprehend the meaning of those messages and, and how they relate to society and whatnot. Um, so that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, is that, is that that wouldn't be a way I would want my 14 year old to feel healthy about her own body. That's something that should be like Joy said, it's up to the parents that should be instilled in her prior to viewing something like that. So that when she does view something like that, because after a certain point in time, you can't stop her from viewing it. She understands it better and she already has a healthy mindset about her own body and about sexuality. Or you can sit down and watch the video together because Gabe literally just made a point about kids have phones anyway, they're going to view the video whether you want them to do it or not. And then you have that conversation with them. These bodies are not natural. Your body is amazing. Love your body. What they're talking and talk about the message that's going on in this video. Yeah, I think this also relates. It just happened. I don't know if you guys of the sex ed bill that just passed in Washington, um, where they're going to be teaching sex education all the way from first grade through high school. Um, And there was a lot of a lot of parents had issues because that's something that they wanted to teach their kids and not leave it up to teachers and schools. And there were complaints that, you know, they're teaching about like masturbation and, you know, different things in fourth grade or third grade or something yeah. like that. Well, they have an option to opt out and yeah. But yeah. And I, I honestly, I'm glad that they're teaching stuff like this. Cause I think one, either boys become way too ever exposed to it and then they're sexually aggressive so by them learning that, no, this is, like these are boundaries, not, I don't think that in first grade, they're going to be teaching, by the way, this is how you have sex. I think it's going to be, these are your body parts. These are body parts. People should not be touching. These are body parts that you should keep to yourself. This is the name for this body part, like exposing them slowly to that instead of it just being like, where you get one week of sex ed education and you don't know anything else. So I don't think that it's going to be a bad thing. I think any parent who's 
or ask, or the parents can also ask, like, can I see the curriculum before you yeah, teach my child? That I'd want to view the curriculum before I let my child see it. And if I thought it was okay, then I, I, I wouldn't opt out. But there is the option for them to opt out. I heard so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as long as they have that option, and it's not like something that's forced. I don't think it should be that big of a deal. Yeah. But, yeah. But back to hip hop. I just think that lots of men have taken the um, role in hip hop about like the way women should look, the way women should be controlled. This is how you obtain a woman. Women should be um, dominated. They shouldn't have a voice. Like this is how women should be viewed sexually and all of that stuff. And I think that this narrative with Cardi B and all of these other rappers like Megan Thee Stallion coming in and talking about this is how sex should feel for a woman. This is how like I love my body. This is how I'm going to talk about my body. I don't think it's wrong, especially when men have been dominating hip hop for so long and talking about our bodies like this. Now that we want to control that narrative, it's an issue. Yeah. I don't think anybody has an issue. Well, that's that's a lie. I guess I mean I, the conservative I, people. I don't know. Some people just have it. Everybody's gonna have an issue about everything, honestly. But um, I, think, I think a lot of people have an issue with it. I think a lot of people look at that video of just to use that video as an example because it's a really good example. Mm -hmm. I think people look at that and have a huge problem with it. I personally don't, but I think a lot of people in my own age group do because. Um, but weren't uh, there lots of vote, like people were saying um, back in the day, I can't find the exact song. There's lots, there were music videos or songs that were way more vulgar back in the day than there are now. If there were, I were, I didn't hear them. <laughs> I mean, I kind of liken it to this. This is the reason um, when I turn on music in my house, I don't turn on rap and hip hop. Mm -hmm. I turn on like 70s, 80s, you know, smooth jazz or R&B stuff because in, in, in like R&B, people are talking about relationships and love and no one talks about that now it's all you know effort in her pussy and nah, nah, nah. yeah but <laughs> for our you got r kelly and chris Brown. those are the r&b guys yes but and but you can listen to a lot of chris, um chris brown um stuff and r kelly stuff and sometimes later on in their careers they start getting a little more vulgar but it's it's kind of hidden right it's not out there like you have to use your brain and your imagination you don't have to use your brain or your imagination these days when you're listening to something like i'll sit and listen to a love song and then you know you can put yourself in that if I wanted, I don't want to put my, I inject my, in my head, I don't want to inject myself into being, you know, stuck with this and stick her there and push it out. And this, I, this, 
It's not a visual I want to see. Whereas with a beautiful love song, like from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and, and back even further, you know, you can inject yourself into those situations and, you know, it's like, you know, an escape. I, I wouldn't want to escape anywhere these songs are talking about <laughs> at all. And, and it's just in your head, like, nah, 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 these, no. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's why I don't listen to it. Mm -hmm. Now, having said that, there are some good hip hop artists and there's still good R&B artists that are young doing, you know, doing things. But when uh, that is okay, you know, like, you know, I've listened to it and I'm like, oh, I never heard of that person, but that's okay, that'll work. But when the vulgarness comes in and all that stuff, and I don't care if it's from a man or a woman, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I just, it's not something I want to listen to, but that's just me. I don't, I typically don't listen to lots of rap and hip hop. I typically listen to a lot of alternative music like Summer Walker or Seza, but even they like have subtle nuances. Like Summer Walker talks about girls need love too and how she can't ask explicitly for sex, but men can ask explicitly for sex. She just says it in a softer tone. Like, so Cardi B could relay the same message, but she's gonna be a lot more out there about it. But some Walker's artistry and style is gonna oh. be a lot more softer. Do you, do you remember we did a, a healthy relationship, this class that we did for middle schoolers, we did this healthy relationships activity um with the songs and then the kids oh, had yeah. to they had to decipher whether or not that whether it was describing a healthy or unhealthy relationship and there were even songs from like ariana grande who was talking about like i need this man in my life or else i'm gonna be so unhappy um and different things like that and you think of ariana grande as like a pretty empowered in woman or innocent in yeah a sense. but then she's coming out with these you know these songs with these different messages and the kids at first they don't they don't even recognize that they recognize it as a healthy relationship oh you should want to love each other you should want to have the other person in your life but you know the true message is you shouldn't have to rely on another person for that yeah. type of happiness yeah so as far as kids listening to this music I think that they're not getting, you know, the messages that, you know, are coming out. Um, and that's not necessarily the greatest thing, but I don't know how much of an influence music, does music have, how much of an influence do you think music has on the way kids kind of interact with each other and their perception of relationships in general? Oh, that goes back to the beginning of music. That's always been. Music is a defining factor, <laughs> you know, it, it does all kinds of things. And that's why we all love music. So everyone loves music. I mean, I've never met a person that didn't love some kind of music. It's just that I think now um, you just, it's just not all that. And now let's move, you know, let's move to the, ma the male thing, you know, let's get off Cardi B anyway. So this will kind of segue into the male thing. Um, it's just not, I, it's just not great to listen to, <laughs> you know, beside the fact it's not a great message. Like what kind of message are you sending 
when you're just talking about women's body parts as if they're things for you to manipulate and do what you want to with them. And then, um, and, and it's so dang vulgar. Then you put it to a video and it's even worse. I don't know, what does that do to a, to a 13, 14 year old boy? You know? Or I girl. think a lot, and we have to look at this, especially if we're looking into the um, black neighborhoods um, and black America, a lot of them don't have their fathers around. So a lot of them do take up these artists, these basketball players, and they look at them like they are gods or idols and they worship them and they'll do whatever they do. They'll copy their fashion sense and all of that stuff. So I think that it really plays a huge part and a huge role on males in general they look up to these people um so i think that by these people being like this is how i treat a woman this is how i these are the women i'm attracted to it influences them to be attracted to those types of women to treat women like in that way that they see their favorite rappers treating women yeah well yep but what what rappers do that though? What rappers don't? No, what rappers have such positive um, lyrics in their songs and outwardly in their personal lives, which these kids watch just as much as what they do on stage? Um, what what rappers have that image? I know there are some. I just don't know them. That's the problem. I don't know them either. Chance the Rapper? Chance the Rapper? No. no. <laughs> He's such an ignorant uh, Or J. Cole? Uh, Kendrick Lamar? Well, Kendrick Lamar, I think the only positive video he's ever put out was when he was talking about like um, he likes his butt cheeks with stretch marks. That's literally all. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the most positive thing he said or uh childish gambino i like he's come out i think childish gambino oh really i do like childish gambino because he doesn't really talk about women it's more like the black male he talks about social issues yeah, yeah. That's about so uh, yeah i do like him yeah yeah um boy I, we've named one yeah. See, and the thing is, is that I wish that a lot more men knew about like black activists and what they did in their lines of work, but yeah. they're not as um what accessible as rappers are. But the, but the not, that's not what their motive. That's not what motivates them. What motivates them are things, cars, jewelry, clothes, um, houses. It's it it's the materialistic mindset that that is the problem because I don't think childish Gambino really that's what he cares about I think he cares about certain social issues and that reflects in his work what reflects in most of these rappers work is nothing but sex money power that's it oh another rapper that um well his songs don't really explain have like good meanings to them as 21 savage he actually started a financial literacy program for black men and he said like he said that he's going to stop buying chains he realized that 
that's just showing off his wealth instead of him actually being wealthy. So he started like investing into um, more urban locations and placing financial literacy programs and showing that he's trying to be more financially literate. So yeah. I think that that's a positive image. Yeah. Yeah. You look at his songs and it's all about murder guns and <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and drugs. Yeah. And that's another thing. They really depict drugs as like an overall amazing experience. Like that's, it's, it's literally sex, money, drugs. That's what everyone talks about, raps about, and shows off on Instagram. Like, yeah. but I think the bottom line is that, that sex and all that stuff, that's what sells and that's what's getting their records sold. And that's what people like. And that's, I don't know. Yeah. I think it is because oh, there is this female rapper. She's like, I could easily be famous right now. Cause she was like on the lower cause Cardi B talked about this. She was like, everyone complains about me rapping about sex and me doing this and this and this, but I wouldn't be where I was right now. If I didn't rap about sex, she's like, and she listed off a bunch of artists that don't rap about sex and they're females. And she's like, these are all artists that are amazing. The message that the messages they portray are amazing, but you guys don't listen to them. You guys don't even know about them and you guys don't even put them up to be mainstream because this is what you guys ask for. And this is what you listen for too. So I think that another problem about rappers and these uh, mainstream media artists is this is what we're asking for as a society this is what we deem as acceptable right so i don't think all rappers even believe in the message that they're putting out they just know it's going to be a good song and it's gonna a lot of people are going to listen to it and that's what they like i don't even think they know it's going to be a good song i think a lot of times they think it's bullshit but they know people are going to buy it no, yeah, yeah. Kanye West, I think, is funny because he literally did a whole entire song about poopity scoop. <laughs> he <was laughs> still like, like, what? He thinks that he can like sell anything. So I think also there's a lot of delusion. He's, yeah, he's a he's scamming people. Like his his clothes. I think his clothing line. Like you're buying ripped clothes for thousands of dollars. <laughs> you're just getting scammed and he's probably just laughing at all these people that are finding stuff and how stupid are you well he is indicative of a whole bunch of artists i mean they're all laughing and they aren't even laughing all the way to the bank because the artists aren't the ones that make the bulk of the money That's it's true. producers and um and the songwriters <laughs> You know, and these record labels, they make all the money. It's not the artists. Well, also, know. is that part of the influence or the record labels, too, is because they have yeah. a lot of influence on what, um, what the artists put have. out. And they yep. tell them, we need this, this, and this. Go and do it. They have a lot of power over what artists do, I feel like. And there aren't a lot of independent artists. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they have it, all the power. They yeah. even they're down to their image. So, you know? I mean... That's, I think that's getting more to the root of the problem yeah. is taking a look at who's controlling or managing these, you know, individuals that are putting out the type of music. That's why like Chance chose to stay independent, even though I don't like him, like he chose to stay independent because of that fact. Um, yeah. But then we could also look at people like how their music has changed. Like one person, Beyonce, her music used to be so sexual and now she literally um, talks about social problems. 
And even Justin Bieber, I believe he is now independent as well. He now talks about like what he went through as a child, um, a child pop star. So I think if you look at them when they are contracted versus when they're independent, that's when you can really know who this artist truly is. Yeah. Um, Or they've made their money and they don't really need more money. So they're just doing what they love to do. Yeah. 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 Well, last one really good positive artist. Um, Dang, now his name went out my head. (laughs) Oh my God, last year on Crenshaw. Um, His name went right out my head. That is you know who I'm talking about. He just died last year. He got killed. He got shot. Oh, Pop Smoke or um, no, not Pop Smoke. Who was it? Oh, um, and um, Lauren London. Oh, Nipsey it? Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Odd. Why did that fly out of my head? <laughs> yeah, Nipsey Hussle. I mean, I liked his music and he was very positive to me. He wasn't so gross. and he he had a big influence on the black community too especially in the where in his big things for his community you know yeah Um, so yeah a lot of these rappers don't give back effectively um yeah they just take and take and take it's like you know they're selling you some crap like (laughs) then you'll buy it even though you know it's crap and they just make money off of crap (laughs) (laughs) and they don't give crap back and don't give a crap about their own (laughs) communities you know like at least do something positive if you're not if you're not if you're going to sit up there and talk about women's vaginas and stuff and make money off of it make little jingle songs to it that someone could make I don't know and and then here's the other thing there it seems there's no thought or effort put into this music either it sounds like stuff that I could go downstairs in my room and put together (laughs) on a beatbox here and put some some crass derogatory um, words to it that rhyme and I got a hit <laughs> all it takes these days yeah I don't know I think it just boils down as everything does to society we are messed up yep yep so I what what are things that we can do as society to kind exactly of though you hit the nail on the head that is the bottom line problem because all art does is reflect society, whether it's on paper or put to music or whatever, it just reflects society. And that's exactly shows we are messed up. <laughs> so what can we do as society to like, I don't know, influence these rappers or these mainstream artists to do better? Stop buying their crap. Just stop (laughs) engaging in it, but that's not going to happen. But that's what needs to happen. That'll stop it like that. I think the biggest thing I think if you're a parent is just to teach your kids like about healthy relationships and let them. I think it comes down to 
parents being, you know, the role models for their kids and letting them know, you know, yeah. what's okay and what's not. And and exposing them to to real talent, like really good um, expressions of music, real like really talented. Most of these people out here now just don't even have any talent. There's that's no talent. Auto tune. Well, actually, that's not true because I thought you know who T Pain is. Who who T Pain? Oh oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, he he auto tunes like all his songs, and then I saw him on it's all called this YouTube channel called Tiny Desk, and he was uh, singing, and he has like a really good singing voice, and he's pretty talented. I thought he had no talent at all based on his songs that he put out. Is he auto it then? Um, no, because I okay, I'll say like Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, all of those other people that you literally cannot see in concert because they sound so bad live. I say that if you sound bad live, you sh you should not be mainstream. But once again, they are. Like, yeah, like, like all the artists back in my day, they could all sing live. Like there wasn't, auto-tune wasn't even really a thing. They used it sometimes to echo um, on, a, on, a, on a cut, you know, when you're, when they were publishing it if it was on a record or on a tape, but live in concert, you were never disappointed. Like you just couldn't wait to hear them live and they weren't lip syncing either. They, but that's talent. That's the difference between someone talented and someone going in their basement and putting a bunch of eh, uh, 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 stuff together to make it sound like someone's singing or, you know, putting all that stuff on auto tune. Um, to me, that's a sign that you don't really have any talent. I mean, I could sing something and auto-tune it and make it seem like I have a good voice. <laughs> Gabe could. Joy you, Joy, you could. That's not talent. That's manipulation by means of electronics. <laughs> but that's that's not talent. Uh-oh. I don't know. I think it just begins at home, like Joy said before. Yeah, I think this was a pretty good conversation. Uh, we'd like to see what you guys think about hip hop and how it portrays women and your views on mainstream media down in the comments down below. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Confabulation and we will see you next week. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Have a good weekend, everybody.